and and so basically the U.S. Uh, uh, sort of strategic base in this war, uh, this Cold War of over in fake money, was a strategic polycule in the Bahamas. <laughs> Yes, uh, genuinely yeah. yes. This one weird guy and his polycule were like a national asset, uh, <laughs> which President Xi was like able to suborn through another weird guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's true. Although, you know, I, I I wouldn't necessarily call FTX a U.S. exchange. It was very firmly offshore. Uh, and both FTX and Binance have these sort of weird arms of the company that operate in the U.S. Uh, only. You know, there's Binance U.S. and there was FTX U.S., both of which were like, oh, OK, fine. You, you know, party poopers in the U.S. government won't let us do completely bananas things with users funds and, you know, list any token under the sun. And so they created these sort of smaller, less fun exchanges that people were supposed to be able to use if they were U.S. residents. But I think the actual, uh, you know, the the legitimacy that has been ascribed to those exchanges is maybe unearned because there is definite evidence to show that Binance U.S. was set up largely as a sort of distraction for U.S. regulators who would hopefully pay attention to that and not the fact that Binance was funneling U.S. users into their offshore exchange using VPNs and things like that. And so it's bizarre to me, I think, when people talk about FTX U.S. as though it is a legitimate, you know, totally still afloat uh, arm of FTX that wasn't operating in exactly the same way as Binance's was. Um, you know, FTX, uh, Sam Bankman fried has, has insisted that FTX U.S. is totally fine totally, you know, withdrawals are still active. Uh, people have no concerns if they are in FTX US, despite the fact that he has not separated any of his other uh, companies at all in the way that he claims that he has with FTX US. So anyway, I, I think, you know, I would argue that the US branch of crypto is not FTX. It's something like Coinbase, but uh, it is, yeah, it is definitely an, an odd separate uh, sort of amalgamation of crypto exchanges with varying degrees of perceived legitimacy. Well, so what um, but with, with when we get talking about the FTT, if granted, it's not necessarily, as you say, the uh, the U.S. strategic polycule, although that is a very fun idea. Um, <laughs> it's a Bahamian it, it, strategic it, polycule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that um, well, what how the F, how FTT came into it, which is, again, they're the utility token issued by FTX that allows you to, like, participate as a um, uh, as, as sort of market making for FTX, I believe that's what FTT did, right? Like it, 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 it facilitated those exchanges. Um, it was uh, Binance purchased a bit of FTX. Then FTX wanted to set up a subsidiary in Gibraltar, uh, to which Gibraltar then said, "Well, hang on a second. You're partially owned by what is basically the Chinese government, so no." Uh, leading Sam uh, to then have to buy back the stake in his own company from Binance, which he did using the native token of. Um, uh, uh, of FTX, which is FTT, and then gave it all to Binance, which then, as soon as the two companies had an argument, Binance just dumped the token, caused it to become worthless, and precipitated this entire crisis. The funny thing is he didn't even dump the token. He just threatened to dump the token. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, basically, Sam Bankman-Fried said something mean about 
CZ, the, the Binance CEO, and CZ was like, well, fine, I'm going to destroy you. And then just said <laughs> that, you know, we'll sell off this token, which caused the price of FTT to suddenly spiral downwards. There was also a leaked balance sheet that ha- that came out from um, Alameda that suggested that quite a lot of their assets were denominated in FTT, which then led people to realize that this might actually all be fake money that's propping up this exchange. And it's one of those things that it's like as soon as you puncture the bubble of belief that people have in the value of a token or the legitimacy of an exchange, everything falls apart enormously quickly. And, you know, you watch the executives of FTX basically try to lie their way into convincing people that, oh, no, that's all just FUD, you know, fear, uncertainty and doubt and that everything is fine. And it's why we keep seeing all of these uh, CEOs say, you know, everything's fine. We've got the money that we say we do. We're totally liquid. And then like a day later, they suspend withdrawals. They start bankruptcy proceedings. And it's like, yeah, okay, they're just trying to keep everyone believing. Yeah, it's like we need everyone to be in this for just one more day so all the plates can keep spinning. So we can enjoy our like special kind of cocaine that only billionaires get. Um. (laughs) You know, we or go go to the new island now that the old one is closed down. Um, and like it, it's it is it's truly astonishing though that like when you have to really and I think this is difficult for a lot of people to realize, but something like FTT, right? The total or or serum, another good example, which is, um, uh, I, I think another another uh, token issued by FTX that is largely has a market making function. So it it um it just it it if you hold the token. Um, and it, it its network enables um, something to do with a uh, with a token exchange. The more it's used, the more the tokens get burned, so your tokens get more valuable, basically, right? But like FTX held ninety seven percent of the total supply. It said they were worth several billion. When actually, if they were to like the only ones that are ever uh, sold are worth like some millions, because it's not as though they they ever. Well, the other um, the other the rest of the you know hundreds of millions were like in the back, right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, the, no, the hundreds of millions were never anywhere because the, as you were saying, no, no, Molly, no. Right, Do you, you don't know what you're talking about. They're in the back room. I can just go in there and get them anytime. They're just out of frame. <laughs> yes. Um, the, the, what happened is they just said, we have, right, we have this many millions of these tokens, tokens that we just, we might as well have written it down in an Excel spreadsheet. We just wrote down a number and said, that's how many we have. We assume it's worth this many billion. No fiat currency ever actually entered the system. Ever. <laughs> I am rotating uh, Baudrillard in my head at this moment. The, 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 there is no economy. It's all just simulacra. Yeah, I, I've gotten very angry about the sort of general perception of market caps in crypto, where basically, if you, you know, if I create a million tokens and I convince someone to buy one of those tokens from me for a dollar, then I can say that I have a cryptocurrency with a market cap of a million dollars. And nobody sort of questions that. And not only that, but it's rarely sold for dollars. You know, there are very few cryptocurrencies that are regularly traded directly against the dollar. So it's more like I sell you my one token for like one ETH. And you don't even know if that ETH is actually worth as many dollars as people say it is. And so it's like this total compound situation where like shitcoins are being traded for shitcoins and the actual amount of money 
actual real money in the system is considerably lower than people say it is. But yet companies like FTX create these balance sheets based on these fake market caps. And then when something like a bank run happens, we realize that, oh, so few of their assets are actually truly liquid. And if they were to try to sell off any substantial amount of these tokens, things would go really wrong really fast. And you know, Binance realized that when they threatened to sell off the FTT token, CZ said it would take them months to sell off their holdings of FTT. And it's like, that is a red flag right there if you need months to unwind a position because you're going to tank the market otherwise. And, and this is this is what sort of one of the reasons I find the entire um, sort of crypto finance ecosystem so fascinating, which is that they what has they what these guys have done is they have created a perfect map with zero territory. They have created <laughs> an intricate financial system with yeah. uh, with all of its models of behavior, uh, with its various like swap lines, liquidity mechanisms, with hedge funds, with lenders, with market makers and currency traders, with everything that we have in the financial system, but with one crucial difference. The financial system that we have exists, at least after some levels of abstraction, as the like capitalist planning mechanism, it it does economic planning among yeah, others. It is linked to some economic activity. There are some goods and services somewhere. However, sort of like through whatever linkage we've we've contrived, there is some you know there's something there. Whereas this just isn't plugged into anything. Like like a um like a like a synthetic CDO or whatever that's based on some house being built in Florida. Like someone at some point had to build a house. But what we've done here is created an entire global banking system in the course of several years that is now experiencing a century's worth of financial crises all at once. All the while, with the only fiat currency flowing into it being because people will log on to Coinbase and buy a $100 worth of Bitcoin because they read a news story. That's the fiat currency that's flowing into this incredibly elaborate financial system that as soon as a strong fucking breeze blows, just it, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, remember the old screensavers on like Windows like 98 or whatever, where it would mm. be these fractal patterns that would just emerge and collapse sort of multiple times a second. That's sort of what this looks like to me, right? This enormous, incredibly complex fractal pattern that kind of just emerged from more or less nothing and is in the is now in the process of collapsing back into nothing because there never was any money in it. Yeah, and I think it's actually it's kind of funny because, you know, there's so much less money in the system than you know, any market cap would claim. Uh, and I think it sort of functions like this giant vacuum where as soon as there is actual money, like someone sort of waves a couple of dollars in the direction of the crypto ecosystem, there's sort of this enormous sucking noise and it you know, you you lose those dollars and the chances of you getting those back is pretty <laughs> low. You know, it's like it's this uh, gravitational pull for actual dollars that you're unwise enough to sort of wave in the general direction of crypto uh, <laughs> because there is just a void there. You know, it is a vacuum. <laughs> 